The following program was paid for by the Bianchi Law Group, LLC. The views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMTR. As always, it is advisable to consult a professional before making a major decision. Robert A. Bianchi Esquire and David J. Bruno Esquire are New Jersey Supreme Court Certified Criminal Trial Attorneys of the Bianchi Law Group, LLC. Handling criminal defense, domestic violence, and municipal court cases with a team of former prosecutors who fight the government when they charge their clients with crimes. 8 Campus Drive, Suite 105, Parsippany, New Jersey, 07054, 862-210-8570. So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Two of New Jersey's well-known former prosecutors bring you real-life encounters and candid conversations from thought-provoking guests ranging from all walks of life. Here you will find how today's thought leaders in their industries faced immense challenges and adversities with captivating stories ending in personal triumph and ultimate success. Come here for the truth and to know your most important rights, the right to live a fulfilled life, and your right to be your own success. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your host Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno. It's a show about mindset, Dave, and we have Kayla Hodges with us, somebody that you know that we brought onto the show and we think is going to be an amazing, uh, another person that's going to talk to us about her professional successes and all the great stuff that she's done at a very young age, may I say, and she's been noted for that, and uh, her mindset as to how she's gotten where she's gotten and maybe a little bit about some personal or professional things that she's had to get through and how she got through. Yeah, absolutely. Kayla is an international speaker and number one female sales trainer under the age of 30. And uh, for anybody that doesn't know Kayla, you could find her on Instagram. We'll get her handle a little bit. Inspirational posts. Inspiration after inspiration. Um, a mom of a, of a young, uh, beautiful daughter and uh, going through 75 hard, which is a, a fitness discipline that's, uh, that's amazing as well. So Kayla, welcome to the show. And first, just please introduce yourself to our audience. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, guys. Hi, David. Hi, Bob. Such a pleasure to be here with both of you. I appreciate you. And, and yes, you know, my name is Kayla and I really appreciate the ability for us to all be here to talk about something that's so simple, but it seems like very, very diverse because we all have a different opinion on mindset. But I definitely have been through struggles in my life, just as I'm sure every one of you have that is listening. And I've used those struggles to get me to you know, the success that I've been able to experience as well as use it as a lesson to teach my own child, my daughter, to be able to see how she can accomplish anything if she puts her mind to it. So thank you for having me here, guys. Yeah, I think that's that's amazing that you say that because really the theme of this show over and over again for every guest seems to be resilience. And we could talk about mindset and mindset's good to stay positive. It's good to look at the bright side of things and get through life with great relationships and team members around you with goals and remaining positive, but it doesn't always happen that way, right? We always have to experience maybe some lows throughout. And I think one of the themes that we see through our guests is being resilient through the downside, through the downturns, you know? So what can you talk about? Talk about your experience about getting through some of the hard times and, um, and what helped you get through those, those times. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate permission here too, because 
I feel like my story um, is dramatic, but I feel like we can talk about just little bits of it just to get like points across from like what is possible. Um, first of all, I, I was a teenage mom, right? And I think that that's really, really hard because sometimes being a teenage mom is definitely not uh, accepted. My father's a pastor, so you can only imagine um, the type of guilt and, and things I was feeling and fear. And I also, you know, came from not knowing if I was going to have a future because of that, you know? And the second aspect is I went through a lot of, of really bad relationships, I remember at one point in my life, not to be graphic, but just laying on my living room floor, being kicked in my stomach over and over again by my very, very drunk husband and not knowing if I was going to be alive the next day, not knowing if my daughter would wake up and hear it and, you know, praying and crying and just like asking for it to stop. And those experiences weren't, weren't just like one experience. I had so many very traumatic experiences like that over and over and over again and and i just had all these reasons as to why like my life wouldn't be what i wanted it to be all i ever wanted was like travel around the world and speak on stage and help people change their lives and do all these really big things but i thought that because of everything that had always happened to me was the reason as to why i could not be successful why i could not you know step into my power and what I realized over time was that every single thing that I went through was the exact reason as to why I could, not the reason why I could not. Powerful. I, I think I found that, uh, Kayla, in my life that it, it doesn't seem to be going the way that I scripted uh, the plan. Um, but nevertheless, when you look back on it 10 years later, you realize those negative things, those things that you thought were obstacles or things that you thought were dooming, you know, your scenario were actually the things that lifted you up to attain that and even more. I mean, I just, I really deeply believe that from a spiritual point of view, does that come from in your mind or from your heart, your spirit? How do you define that? Well, I, I think it's all, <laughs> I think it's all right. And it's, it's choosing to surrender to the fact that life is happening for us and not to us, right? Taking responsibility um, in those areas, because so many times we want to blame. I want to blame the fact, you know, that my parents weren't there as much as I needed them to be in terms of loving and support for, for my high school years in order for me not to make bad decisions, right? I want to blame um, my family's financials in order for me not to be able to do what I wanted to do. I want to blame this guy for making bad decisions. I want to blame, blame, blame. And, and when we take responsibility and we're saying like, what about me brought the situation? What about my life? Did I need this to happen in order for me to be here? I'll tell you what, I know that I'm super strong and I've been able to overcome a lot of things and i know that whatever is thrown at me regardless of how bad it is regardless of how scary it is i know that i can overcome it because i've been through so much and i would never change anything that i've been through because without those things i wouldn't be me i wouldn't have this experience that i'm having right now i wouldn't have the knowledge the strength the understanding the wisdom to overcome new things now if i didn't go through that stuff so it is mindset it is spirituality it's trusting god it is you know having the ability to surrender and be like okay well this is what is happening well how can i move through this and get to the next aspect versus being controlled by my environment i'm in control my environment is not in control of me 
Yeah. <clears throat> you said something so powerful, and I want to highlight it. And that is you figured it out that it was happening for you and not to you, right? And, and I would imagine that, that that mindset wasn't always that way. How did, how did you transition? How did it change in your mind to realize that I'm learning and this is going to make me a better and bigger and, and badder person? So honestly, it was a mentor um, in my life. I had a blog that I wrote about my family and talked about all the bad things that I have gone through and Lamborghini Houston picked it up. And so I was the spokesmodel for the Lamborghini Festival almost five years ago. And I met a gentleman there that knew Tony Robbins personally. And I asked him how he knew him. And he told me that his personal mentor was Jim Rohn, which if we don't know, Jim Rohn was Tony Robbins' personal mentor. And so he took him underneath his wing. And I was like, how do you get a mentor like that? And he asked me if I was serious. I said, yes. He told me to go home and listen to The Challenge to Succeed by Jim Rohn, which was a seminar about eight, nine hours long. 10 times. And if I did it 10 times, he would have a conversation with me. And I did. And it was, I was crazy. Like I, I bought the whole thing and I listened to the whole thing within a day. I messaged him. I did one down nine to go. And he asked me if I was serious. And I said, yes, I'm in a little coffee shop in Houston. I'm crying and I'm telling him all the reasons as to why my life sucks. I was, you know, physically abused and, and I had my daughter and, and, you know, I, I dropped, I messed up in school and I'm, I'm working as a, a waitress and I'm going to school full time. I'm in 4.0 and, and biology. I was like studying 18 hours a day and I was, um, working and doing, uh, bodybuilding training in the morning, running my own business. I was on a hamster wheel, was not going anywhere. And he was like, Kayla, you're, you're giving me all these reasons as to why you can't and, and you're not going anywhere. Let me give you a new way. And I literally that day made one of the biggest decisions of my life, quit my job, quit school, quit um, my business. And I started working for his company, um, doing sales and smart home automation, knew absolutely nothing. And he started making me read books and started learning how to develop myself and started working with me NLP and started like changing the way I thought. And from that moment and now today, you know, I'm running a $3 million company. So it's just, it's not always the way you think it's going to work out. The thing is that makes you change to where you understand that's happening for you and not to you is understanding that you need to stop take responsibility. This is my life. If I want to change it, I must change it. No one else is going to change it for me. I am. How can I change? Well, I can start hanging out with the people that I want to be like. I can start reading the things that I need to learn and increase my knowledge on. I can start spending time doing the things that are going to build my future self. Maybe the future self isn't partying every weekend. Maybe the future self isn't eating bad things that shouldn't be going in my body. Maybe the future me is spending time with people that are making more money than me, spending time with people that think better than me, spending time with people that are not gossiping about others. Who can I be in, around? Who can I align myself with? And what disciplines can I start implementing in my life so that I change? Wow. I mean, there, there's so much there. Uh, just in, in a minute or less, um, really, honestly, uh, blame. I love that. So you're not, you're not going to be in perpetual victimhood. Uh, blame is always looking backwards and giving you an excuse not to do something in the present moment, whereas really the only place we can make change. And it sounds to me, uh, at least it's been my experience, Kayla, that um, it's not just that you have a downturn in life or things aren't going your way. 
the people that have the epiphanies that you have, uh, and I like to think that I have, is when you're in a place of desperation. It's, oh it's, it's, there is no out. Yes. yes, but in those in those moments of desperation, you have two choices. You can stay in desperation. You can stay as a victim. We all talk about that, but making the decision not to be a victim is hard. Like. Mm. It's not easy. Like today, I'm just not going to be a victim. I'm not going to be affected by all my past. Like, yes, be affected by your past, but use it as fuel. Use that pain and the frustration that you're going through as fuel, as a reason as to why you want your life to be different. Or you can sit in misery. You can be sad. You can keep blaming. And in five years, where are you going to be? You're going to be at the same place or you're going to be worse. Wow, excellent, excellent. Okay, WMTR Radio is nothing but the truth with Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno. We're going to take a quick break and come back with Kayla on the other end. Please stay with us. At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. All right, welcome back to WMTR Radio is nothing but the truth. Um, Kayla, you're so powerful in that first segment. I, I want to um, talk to you about my experience having been an ambulance driver, an EMT, when I was uh, started when I was 17 years old. And I always found that job, and as a trial lawyer, that job, and every job I have, I feel no matter how small or large it's ever been, you can learn so much from it if you're mindful about not just doing the task at hand, but what it represents. And when I was an EMT, it always struck me, and I found it odd, a lot of times we transport older patients to various facilities when we weren't doing emergency calls. And there were some that were just so inspirational and that no matter what they were going through medically, and a lot of times it was very difficult, you loved when you got the call slip and you had to pick up that person because they were always nice and positive. And then there were others who understandably weren't as gregarious and sometimes downright nasty to us. And I always wondered, like, what where would I be at the end of my life? Like at the end of my life, when I give my deathbed confession, if I have an opportunity to do so, will I say my life was meaningful and made a difference? And what specifically do I want to say I did and the things that I didn't do? Like, is it important to look at your life that way so that you have a template as you know, when you're going, you can say, I fulfilled and accomplished those things, and I'm happy and empowered by that. Any thoughts about surrounding any of that? Yeah, no, I love that. And I think that's super cool that you did that and that you learned on each job. I think that's so important because everything is giving you a new skill, right? Um, Les Brown talks about this a lot. Les Brown talks about the graveyard being the most um, wealthiest place in the whole entire world because that's where dreams go to die. And I think it's really interesting because knowing about happiness, right? Progression is happiness. When you're progressing, you're happy. If you do something, you're learning something, like you're happy because you're like progressing forward. And then the way you feel fulfilled is contribution, like giving back. So if you ever in a place where you like don't feel happy or you like don't feel fulfilled, it's because you're not giving and it's because you're not growing, you're dying. And so if you were going to say, hey, at the end of my life, like, where am I going to be? Ask yourself if you're willing to get uncomfortable to go after your dreams, because most people are not, right? Uncomfortability is growth, right? So are you willing to grow, which when you grow, you're going to be happy, right? And if you go after your dreams, hopefully that you will use your dreams and you'll do something to where you can impact the world so you can feel fulfilled. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to be about you. 
at the end of your life, are you going to have regrets? Are you going to be sleeping in that bed and just saying like, man, I wish I would have talked to that girl. (laughs) So the basic things, I wish I would have went on that trip. I wish I would have um, been able to have that experience. Or are you going to wait till the very end to start being like, Hey, maybe I should go talk to that trip or maybe I should go talk to this person, or maybe I should expand my friend group, or maybe I should go talk on stage. Cause that sounds like something that I would want to do. Like stop living your life in fear. If you live in your life in fear and you're unwilling to get uncomfortable, why, what are you here for? What are you really going to experience? And what are you going to show your kids? What are you going to show, you know, the people coming after you about what's possible for their life, or are they going to follow you and live their life in fear also? Yeah, Kayla, I just got to pick up on that. Um, when I was prosecutor, I had put in our office a big quote, Teddy Roosevelt's man in the arena, unfortunately gender specific, but nevertheless, it was about that battle, that fight, uh, as opposed to those timid souls that are in the stands watching the people that are doing the job and critiquing. And that had such resonance with me um, my entire life and has pushed me to do things I'm uncomfortable with. I want to talk about fear. My mom always used to say, there is no courage in the absence of fear. There is no courage in the absence of fear. In in order to be courageous by definition, you have to be fearful. If you're not fearful, you may be a maniac. You may be out of control. You know, you're not appreciating the, the situation. How many people's dreams on that deathbed, confession, if you will, stopped because they were just afraid to move forward and take the risk. And now at the end of their life, they're just regretting it. Guys, like everything is going to be on the other side of fear, right? The best thing in life is going to be on the other side of fear. Think about love. So many people are not willing to fully love somebody because their heart was hurt by somebody. But you, would you rather have your heart locked in a box or have a bruised heart? Mm-hmm. Which one would you rather experience? Right? And that comes with everything. That's not just love. It's, it's in every, every area of our life. And if you are a person where you're like, you know what? I don't need to do all these big things. That's fine. But do not be a person where you're complaining about the way your life is and you're refusing to do anything about it because you're afraid. At least have the ability to be like, you know what? I'm afraid I'm going to do it anyways. Fail forward. Fail Mm. often. I'm so happy about failing. I've started and stopped a company and, and helped people build companies so many times. I'm, and I'm like, man, oh, I have to do it again. Oh, I have to do it again and get so frustrated. But guess what? I'm smarter. I know what things to avoid. I know what people to bring in. I know how to source things way faster. My failures helped me build everything that I've built so far right? Like all my failures. I literally just moved into a brand new condo in Miami. It's gorgeous. And I would never have that opportunity to have that condo unless at one point in my life, I literally sold everything that I owned and packed up my car and drove from Houston to Miami, had absolutely nothing. And now I just moved into a brand new two bedroom, two bath condo and movement is like gorgeous. And I would never have the experience of what I have right now unless I failed on my face and flat on my face several years ago. Yeah, David. I know Dave's got a quote. I know what I'm thinking. Yeah, but Can you tell me what book am I thinking about that we give our clients that stands for this proposition exactly. Yeah, I, but first, I just want to say that you don't even have to succeed. You win by the challenge anyway, that you did it, even if it doesn't turn out to be the way you want it. The Gifts of Imperfection by there Brene Brown. Uh, we give to every client that comes through this. Yeah, we actually got trained, Dave and myself, by Brene Brown in San Antonio for a week um, on, on how to help people live a resilient life. The book was helpful to us. And so we pass it, pay it forward to our clients. Sure. The Gifts of Imperfection talks about 
our imperfections. And oftentimes, trying to be perfect, the fear of not being perfect holds you back. To your point, Kayla, the fear of not being perfect. That's Dr. Brene Brown. Another quote that comes to my mind that I recently put on my Instagram was that <laughs> growth and comfort do, cannot coexist. You have to step out. You have to make those choices. You have to be scared and do some things. Um, so Bob touched upon purpose a little bit, right? Because that deathbed confession at the end, really, if you're thinking about that now, you're thinking about purpose, your why. Kayla, what is your why? What is your purpose as you sit here today? For a long time, I thought my daughter was my purpose. Like my little girl, like I was like, man, I'm doing this for her. I'm doing this for her. And then she got to a point where like, I took her to Disney World for her birthday and like, she wakes up and she's good. Like she's has, she has a comfortable life. And at that point, I'm like, well, I have to think bigger. Right. And my purpose, my, my vision is I want to go into third world countries. I want to help women and kids escape domestic violent relationships, like underground railroad style. And I want to give them the ability to do things like sell, like learn skills so that they can change the trajectory of their life. I want to get so big to where I can be a voice for the voiceless. I'm willing to get so uncomfortable in every single area of my life to be truly disciplined and be responsible in my leadership and grow as a leader, regardless of how hard it is, regardless of you know how long it's going to take, because I want my name and my voice to be so big that it shakes other countries and helps change people's lives. Mm. I want to talk, we have three minutes left of the show, and- I want to talk about victims of domestic violence. It's an area of our practice. We're former prosecutors, and I've walked crime scenes with victims that have perished. And you were in a relationship, and you got out. And some people can't get out. There's a cycle of domestic violence. People stay in bad relationships. Kayla, for for the person that's listening that may be in a relationship like that, what advice can you give from your experience to get help? For the person that's listening to this right now, I know that you've heard that you can get out and that you feel like this person loves you or you feel like it's really hard or you don't know how you're going to take care of your family. Trust that you're hearing this message right now because you will be taken care of, because you will find a way, because you are strong enough because you can do it. There's people that care about you. There's people that love you. And I know it's really hard, but think about your future. Think about your future kids. Think about what you would want for them and what would you want for their life. And ask yourself if you're willing to get a little bit uncomfortable in order for them to have a better home and a better life. And in five years, if the future self could come and talk to you right now, what, would the, what advice would they give you? but you can do it. You're super strong. And if you need anything, please reach out to me too. I know a lot of people as well and I'm happy to help you with whatever you're going through. How do people get in touch with you, Kayla? Kayla living boldly on Instagram, please. Kayla living boldly on Instagram. Um, and please reach out to me on there. I'm a pretty responsive. I have, um, different people in my inboxes as well I have a whole team so if you need anything just like message in there and just say like urgent and talk to me about whatever's going on i actually have um, a lot of different safe houses and stuff that i'm partnered with um this year we raised about two hundred twenty thousand dollars for um 
Texas Advocacy Project for Women and Kids Against Domestic and Sexual Assault. Um, so I have a lot of people that I work with and that I can help find you a safe place or wherever you need to go. So just reach out to me and, and we'll, we'll work on it together. Yeah, Kelly, I think it's also important. We only have about 30 seconds, but uh, I remember being very impressed when I was prosecutor going to a seminar about domestic violence in higher socioeconomic um, environments where the women in particular, not that domestic violence is only women, um, were even more vulnerable because social cues and so on and so forth actually prevented them from the reporting domestic violence even less than other women. Can you speak to us in about 30 seconds about that? Totally understand on your deathbed. When you are at that moment, are you going to regret that you didn't take action to get uncomfortable, to have a happy life, or are you going to choose to be in a slave cage, right? That looks pretty on the outside and you're dying on the inside. Your happiness is worth way more than whatever you're going through right now. I promise you on the other side is going to be something way better that you're going to rejoice of because you're going to be so proud that you are strong enough to say yes to you. Stop saying yes to everything else and everyone else's opinions and start saying yes to yourself. Okay, not not to say that domestic violence doesn't happen everywhere. I just remember that was something that was really a lecture yeah, yeah, geared yeah. towards that issue. And I think a lot of women in that environment felt very relieved to hear that they weren't alone. Kayla Hodges, wow, WMTR Radio is nothing but the truth. Dave Bruno, she brought the fire and some great wisdom. Tell everybody where they can find us. Yeah, for us, it's nothing but the truth podcast.com. Uh, right there will be the videos. So you're listening to the radio on Saturday, every Wednesday after we're dropping a podcast in iTunes and Spotify, as well as the video of the interview on nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com. Kayla, it's been a pleasure. Great takeaways. I, I knew you'd be an excellent guest and we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. At Bianchi Law Group, they will guide you through their free consultation, laying down the foundation for your criminal defense with the right legal advice and team. Robert A. Bianchi Esquire and David J. Bruno Esquire are New Jersey Supreme Court certified criminal trial attorneys of Bianchi Law Group, LLC, handling criminal defense, domestic violence, and municipal court cases with a team of former prosecutors who fight the government when they charge their clients with crimes. 8 Campus Drive, Suite 105, Parsippany, New Jersey, 07054, 862-210-8570. The Bianchi Law Group, LLC, has prepared this concern for general information purposes. Nothing herein is intended to create an attorney-client relationship and shall not be construed as legal advice. The preceding program was paid for by Bianchi Law Group, LLC. The views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMTR. As always, it is advisable to consult a professional before making a major decision.